Whether it's the good, the bad, or the ugly, life has a way to dish out a handful of those to all of us in different measures. Fortunately, there are crazy people in this world, like yours truly, who bites back and also shows you the funny. Welcome to Doves and Eagles, your weekly pick-me-up-and-dust-me-off show that explores and unpacks life the way most of us can relate to. Filled with untold stories, inspiration, insight and motivation, it is my quest to equip every beautifully broken princess with a warrior queen attitude. I'm your host, Paula J. Let's find out how the cookie crumbles today. Hello, all my beautiful lovelies, and welcome to Doves and Eagles. Wow, a brand new year is upon us. And what better way to kick it off than with the sound of laughter and happiness? Right now, there are millions of mothers out there having a much tougher time than ever before. And this episode is dedicated to the funny that exists in and around motherhood, while also recognizing the important role mothers play in keeping a family together. Before we get into that, just a quick note to say that I finally got the external drive back and praise the Lord, every file on it was recovered. I am so happy and very relieved at the same time that I did not lose anything on it, especially the research part of my work that took countless hours to put together. So tune in next week when I'm picking up on part three or four of the emotional circle of wellness. Lots to look forward to coming up in that episode. Back to today's mission. As a mother myself, I can tell you right off the bat that motherhood is not as easy as some can make it to look. Being a mother and now also a grandmother was, is, and always will be the top highlight on my list of achievements. You know, children change you. They change the size of your hips, your boobs, and your heart. I cannot tell you how many times I looked at my own kids and was amazed that my heart could keep on beating flawlessly outside of me. But there is also a funny side to this amazing journey, and most of us were guided by our mother's voice, wisdom, and common sense, even if we didn't think so at the time. Whether we remember what she said to us fondly, or try to forget it with all of our might, that's part of us. And some things did stick better than others, whether we want to admit that or not. Ultimately, we pass it on to our children, who most likely will pass it on to their children. My mother had a number of sayings that I hated as a child. And wow, did some of them come back to haunt me. I mean, I didn't even think it was remotely possible. I remember how shocked I was the very first time I opened my mouth and boom, my mother just fell out. Coming out of nowhere, she filled that room larger than life at that very moment. And you know, some of these things I have realized my daughters actually say it 
to their children. So yes, it does get passed on from generation to generation. I made a list of some of the things that stuck with me. Which part of no don't you understand? The N or the O? There's only two letters here. It's not that difficult. Well, that's like hitting a wall sometimes at, I don't know, a thousand miles an hour. It is not exactly what you want to hear when you expected a yes and you're trying to push for that yes, whether it's, you know, you want a new bicycle, a new game, a new doll, a new dress, it doesn't really matter. But eventually you get that what part of no don't you understand. I don't care who started it. This came back to haunt me while I was trying to resolve an argument between two of my children over one toy that happens to be in their toy box. I mean, neither one of them had the toy in hand, but there was a kind of a hefty fight going on about the toy that was in the toy box. It's mine. I want it. No, it's mine. Before I could really do or say anything, my eldest simply gave up the fight and slapped her sister into the toy box. There, she said. Have it then. It was one of those moments that I froze in disbelief, like, what the hell just happened? I cannot believe she did it. But it did solve the argument way faster than I could, even with I don't care who started it. Your face is going to freeze like that when the bell chimes. Now, we lived not too far from a church that had a bell that rang out a different tune every 15 minutes. So, you know, whenever my mom told me, your face is going to freeze like that when the bell chimes, I literally had to check the time because I didn't want my face to freeze. Another thing she used to say is, you do have hands and feet, use them. Some people aren't that lucky. Well, that's not really what you want to know when, you know, you don't feel like making your own sandwich. But it found its way into my life. Who said life is fair? Duh. It is not what you want to hear when you come up with, well, that isn't fair. I'll just leave that one at that. Beds are made for sleeping, not jumping. And tables are made for glasses, not asses. Well, jumping on the beds was something we as kids were good at. And trust me, so were my kids. And so were my grandkids. And whenever I just kind of looked like I was half sitting on it, that's where tables were made for glasses, not asses, came in. I don't know is not an answer. Let's try again. Oh, where do I begin? I don't know is probably for a child the, the quickest way to get themselves sort of away from the truth. So as far as I was concerned, I don't know was a legitimate answer. And eh, I don't know is not an answer. Let's try again. Kind of defeated that object. Because I said so. That's why. And I know a lot of women can relate. A lot of parents can relate to this one. Because I said so. It's a matter of, I know better. 
But, you know, children don't understand that. And the quickest way for you to get to the core is that I have more authority. That's because I said so. That's why. You don't want to go into explaining. Either you don't have the time or whatever, but, you know, yeah. Beggars can't be choosers. Oh, my word. You know, we didn't grow up rich. We were middle class, pretty much. And I never could understand. We're not beggars. Why? Why can't I choose? I should have the freedom to choose. Apparently not. This one was golden. Wait until you have children of your own. And I hope they're just like you. Yeah. They were three times like me. And about a couple of months ago, one of my daughters actually said to me, you know, you should have never said that because I look at my kids sometimes and I hear you saying, wait until you have children of your own and I hope they're just like you. How could you put this on me? Sorry, not sorry. How many of us have heard, eat it or go hungry? Yeah, I learned to eat vegetables and I learned to eat a lot of stuff that I know there's a lot of friends that I have that said, I went to bed hungry. There was no way that I would have eaten it. I know of someone who sat next to the table and actually ate his rice one at a time. It took forever, you know, and eventually his mom gave up. Don't put anything smaller than your elbow in your ear. Well, this one came to haunt me when my eldest decided, you know, she's got little beads and let's see how far in my ear it can go. A trip to the ER later, this is exactly what the doctor actually told her. Don't put anything smaller than an elbow in your ear. Come home when the street lights turn on. I cannot believe that there was a time where our cue to go home was when the street lights came on. You can't always get what you want. But why not? I want that. Well, you can't always get what you want. And you know, that is the one thing that you cannot reason. Because it's true, you cannot always get what you want. But as a child, yeah, that doesn't make any sense to you. Wait until you have to pay the bills. We're just going to leave that one at that. Money can't buy you happiness. Yes, I know it can't, Mom. Um, but, you know, it's easier crying inside a Mercedes than what it is on a bicycle. That didn't get me very far either. Don't run in the house. I dis obeyed that one many times and it came back in the form of six little feet haunting me as an adult close the door you weren't born in a stable or a barn as it is more relevant to my u.s friends to this day i have an issue with a door just standing open Especially when it was closed and someone came in and the door was still open. I would actually look at somebody and I would look at the door and I would look at them again. And I, get, I think they get the gist of close the door. <laughs> I'm going to give you until the count of three. And then my mother started counting. One, 
whatever it was at the time, there's nothing that made me come straight up. I knew when she said one, I moved. I knew what was coming at three. Eat your carrots. They're good for you. Have you ever seen a rabbit with glasses? Well, now that was blackmail. Of course, no rabbit wears glasses. That's a way to get kids to eat their veggies, I guess. You're not getting into my car with dirty feet. My mother had this thing that if you get into the car, you've got to be presentable because if we are in an accident, you should look respectable, including clean feet and clean underwear. Don't swallow the seeds of fruit. If you do, a tree will grow out of your ears. I cannot tell you how much time I have spent looking into a mirror because, you know, whether it was an orange or a watermelon or a pear or whatever fruit it was that I've eaten, I actually swallowed the pips. And I was worried to death. When is that tree going to come out of my ears? Well, if your friend is going to jump off a cliff, would you do too? <sighs> How do you even argue that one? I don't care what everyone is doing. I care what you are doing. Sit like a lady. Don't talk with your mouth full. I'm not just talking to hear myself talk. You're going to poke out your eye with that thing. If you want to cry, I'll give you a reason to cry. You can be anything you want to be if you just set your mind to it. Did you wash your hands? And then last but not least, my personal favorite. My mother had the look. Considering that I grew up in a time where breathing too hard was considered talking back, my mother didn't really have to do much. She just looked at me. I can't tell you what it was in that look. It froze me in my tracks. And I knew you are skating on very thin ice, girl. Stop what you're doing. Because that look was like a dead giveaway. Now, my children tells me exactly the same thing to this day. They would say, when we were growing up, my mom just gave us the look. And I thought, what is that look? How, what does it look like? It is the one thing I cannot explain. But you know, it's something that works. You look at a child sometimes without realizing you actually giving them the look. Because it doesn't just work, it didn't just work on my own kids. It worked on other kids too. Don't ask me what this look is. What is it composed of? What is the expression on my face? I don't know. But it is called the look. The funniest moments are born when you as a mother feel ready to pull out your hair one by one with a tweezer. Like driving long distance with three small kids. It's a challenge, especially when they get frustrated, tired or bored. Mommy, she's touching me. Mommy, she's looking at me. Oh, it's not funny at the time, but 
definitely later on when you look back on it with endearment, it is. Let me tell you that raising one daughter can be rough. Raising three? Well, it's legitimately suffice to say, nothing scares me anymore. They took care of that. And my clothes and my makeup. By the time I realized my mother was right, I had three daughters who thought I was wrong. I remember I made them a poster each, and I cannot actually remember the words of it. But it came down to, you know, one day when you're grown up and you have a house of your own, you can make your own rules. As long as you live with me, you have to abide by my rules. When you can pay your own bills and pay your own, buy your own stuff, buy your own groceries, you get to choose what you want to eat. In hindsight, I look back at that and I think, wow, I cannot believe I did that. But I did. I want to close off by sharing a poem that I came across many, many years ago by an unknown author, and for me, it puts motherhood in a nutshell. It is called Before I Was a Mom. Before I was a mom, I made and ate hot meals. I had unstained clothing. I had quiet conversations on the phone. I slept as long as I wanted, and never worried about how late I got into bed. I brushed my hair, my teeth every day. I cleaned my house each day. I never tripped over toys or forgot words of lullabies. I didn't worry whether or not my plants were poisonous. I never thought about immunizations. Before I was a mom, I had never been puked on, pooped on, spit on, chewed on, peed on or pinched my tiny fingers. I had complete control of my thoughts, my body and my mind and I slept all night. I never held down a screaming child so that doctors could do tests or give shots. I never looked into teary eyes and cried. I never got gloriously happy over a simple grin. I never sat up late hours at night watching a baby sleep. I never held a sleeping baby just because I didn't want to put it down. I never felt my heart break into a million pieces when I couldn't stop their hurt. I never knew that something so small could affect my life so much. I never knew that I could love someone so much. I never knew I would love being a mom. I didn't know the feeling of having my heart outside of my body. I didn't know how special it could feel to feed a hungry baby. I didn't know that bond between a mother and her child. I didn't know that something so small could make me feel so important. Before I was a mom, I had never gotten up in the middle of the night every ten minutes to make sure all was okay. I had never known the warmth, the joy, the love, the heartache, the wonder of the satisfaction of being a mom. I didn't know I was capable of feeling so much before I was a mom. <laughs>
beautiful, isn't it? That's the beauty of motherhood. And all you precious warriors out there doing your best to keep those precious little monsters at bay. For you, I want to say, yes, it's true. Some days you will struggle more than others. You will get exhausted. You will make mistakes. You will lose your cool. But no matter how hard it gets, you deserve recognition for showing up every day simply because no one else can love your child the way you do. Remember that. You rock. Please feel free to let me know how many of you can actually relate to this on info at paulajspeaks.com. You can find all of my podcasts on my website, paulajspeaks.com. You can also find me on Facebook. I believe that the podcast is now streaming through to Facebook as well. Or you can listen wherever podcasts are listened to. All right, so that's a wrap for this week, folks. Until next time, I'm signing off. Be safe, be awesome, be blessed, be you.